It's my guy, Miguel Cruz. What's going on, mother truckers? Where's he going? Where's he going? There's my man right here. Actually, his parts. This is parts. That's what's up, man. Let's do a shout out to the Fine Dine Five, man. Let people know who you are, brother. Um, Jeremy, I'm the service uh, manager over here at the Fine Ninety Five Truck Stop. Thankfully, we got a lot of good people around here, uh, especially a guy here. You better stop. Why can't I be as handsome as you, bro? That's what I'm wondering, bro. Oh man, because because I can't ha I can't have your money, therefore you can't have the looks. Oh, I love it, brother. I love it. Here, so no introduce yourself real quick, sir. <laughs> I'm Dave. Dave, 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 man. I'm you know, work for Cindy Ray Transportation. Uh oh, oh, company plug, company plug. <laughs> That's, right. That's what's up, you know. Um, it's one of those things where you know, I, I interviewed uh, Hard Hustle, I talked to a couple guys. There's one guy that works for you guys that has a really nice green Peterbilt, too. You know? uh, I think I've seen him once or twice. I don't know that many people to work here. So. He's got a really good black Peter built too. He's got a really nice oh, really? black Peter built. So here's my question is, uh, does everyone that works for this company have a badass truck? <laughs> no. No? I heard you, brother. How many years have you been doing this? October 24th will be 36 years I've been on here. 36 years. Damn, you know. Uh, eight. What year is your truck? What year yeah, let's, is this? Let's talk about well, this. Beauty. What year is this, this, this is actually the boss's truck, and I get to use it because mine's in the shop. Oh, really? not, not many people get to drive the boss's truck. Hey, that's right. I love that. <laughs> 36 years, they they, they, they call me the pet peeve, I guess. I don't care what they call it. <laughs> uh, I'm seeing it. You see, you see, but, you know, look at the truck. Oh, I mean, it, no, it, no, it, is, it is what it is. Well, I love it. So tell us. Uh, tell can, us what year. It's a 19, what, 1995, 1995, right? yes. It's a 1995 379 Peterbilt. It's got a Caterpillar engine in it. What size sleeper you got on there? 120 inch bunk. 120 inch bunk, that's a beauty. No, no toilet, but just about everything. No, no toilet, no shower, but everything else, kitchen sink, refrigerator, uh, big bed, microwave. Oh, I love it. Can we hop inside with you? Because, you know, you guys show us around, man. I know this is the boss's <laughs> truck, but come on, Dave. I don't feel right showing you the boss's truck. You should wait till I get mine and come down here. Yours is nicer, right? Let's 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 be honest. Yeah, mine's yeah. nicer. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> boss, yeah. boss, gonna love to hear that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but we'll rep the company. She's look, looking. she's good looking, man. She's Where's this company out of? Uh, uh, Cindy yeah, Ray. Amory, Wisconsin. That's what's up. No, beautiful. So, uh, thank you, boss, for I showing your truck. The doors, the double doors. I love that. That they because yeah. that's rare. You don't see that. I can open the hall and open up. The double doors are awesome. Ain't there something? 
Look at that. That's a peekaboo right there. Can we turn on the lights? That is beautiful. Now that's some road living. Let me hop in this way. This is some road living right here. Yeah, it's got a sink and a cabinet. Man, look at this truck. I can't wait to see your truck. <laughs> He's seen it. <laughs> Go on in, man. You come right in here. No, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. I'm you need me to take off my shoes? Yeah, if you're coming back here. Yeah, let me take off my shoes. Make sure you get a, a shot of the dash. No, I will. I just want to be respectful. I can, I can open the windows. I won't see you get a little daylight in here. Yeah, I appreciate you. You know, um, she is beautiful. this truck is beautiful. Yeah, it's got the air conditioning on the roof, runs with the generator in the back. Apartment size refrigerator, a lot of cabinet space. I love it. Look at the condition it's in, too. I know guys with 2020s. That the inside of their truck does not look like this. Yeah. So, since we're in here hanging out, though, uh, 36 years experience. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot of drivers that watch the show. Right. Uh, 36 years. I mean, in that time, you know, what are some of the the, the things that maybe you wish you would have known? You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of guys and girls uh, watching this. I don't. I don't know about things I would have known. Things I would have done different. I'd have kept my first truck. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never got rid of it. What was your first truck, brother? It was uh, 1981 A model Kenworth. And you got you, rid of that? I don't know if wow. you've ever seen that movie, uh, the trucking movie, Moving On. Yes. Okay, it was just like that, but mine was uh, maroon and cream instead of green and cream. Same exact identical truck. Huh. What was the reason? Uh, uh, paying for our mortgage? What was going on, brother? Uh, I just sold it, went something else. Grass was always greener, I thought, on the other side, you know. But hindsight, I, I should have kept that old truck. Just uh -huh. stretch it out and put more money into it. All the money I've put in what I got over the years is just, you can't replace it. And I can never get my money back out of it, you know what I'm saying? You know, and, you know, when, when talking about the grass is greener, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people, they always say, you know, the grass is green on the other side. And over here, you're saying uh, uh, maybe just water your own grass, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, being an owner-operator, a full-fledged owner-operator, not a leased owner-operator, it's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hard Hustle told you about Have that you a little bit. Have you done it to lease, lease no, operator? Nope. I actually uh, worked two jobs through high school. Uh, my dad helped me buy my first truck when I was 17. Oh, wow. And I've been, I've been doing it ever since. So when I was 17, I paid $10,000 for liability insurance because of my age so I could run over the road. Because you couldn't go on the road until you were 21 back then. Yeah. So... You know, uh, you know, with your 36 years experience, uh, I like to ask a lot of owner-operators this. Uh, it's a tough question. Where's the best place to get some food across the nation? <laughs> I'm a creature of habit. There's a little uh, restaurant up in Hickston, Wisconsin. They got an awesome 24-ounce steak. I come here all the time because the bar across the street, everything's grilled, it's cooked. I like it there. Uh, there's a place in Clearwater, Wisconsin called the Petro 2 I go to. They got really good food up there. But, I go to the same places all the time. Now, all I do for the last six years is I've been running Minnesota, Miami, so that's my stops. You know, I stop the same place and get fuel. Everybody knows me when I go into these places, and I kind of feel it's. I like that. You know, I like that camaraderie of everybody knowing me, and you know, I walk in, hey Dave, how you doing? This, that, the other thing, and I just I enjoy that. You know. How many trucks does your boss have in the fleet? Mm, I think now he's probably got like 40. 40. Yeah. Does he do a lot of 120 sleepers or? No. Just... He, this is his personal truck. 
So and, and boss, I have my shoes off. Okay, I'm just letting you know I'm respecting the game. We're respecting no the game over no here. Doubt. You know? No right. doubt. Um, no doubt. You know. Um, uh, you know, talking about this, uh, I interview a lot of people, mm -hmm. and a lot of people always tell me the game's changed. It uh, has. What's your thought process on that? It has. It's still. It's still a way of life for me. It hasn't become a job all these years. But sometimes it gets hard with the e-logs and the regulations and the rules. And, uh, you know, I, I'm still older truck. I don't have to be on e-logs, which is kind of nice for me. I wouldn't want a newer truck where I had to be on e-logs. No, I hear you. I just, I'm one of them guys, that, you know, I I feel two, three hours sleep for me is enough. But if it ain't, I get more. You know, no, I, I mean? got you. But that's just what I'm used to. I've been doing it all these years. So it's hard, it's hard to change. You know, I, I, think, I think for me... Me personally, if it ever got to the point where I'd have to do e-logs and take 10 hours a day or 10 hours every so many, an 11 or whatever, uh -huh. I wouldn't even bother. You're done, huh? Yeah, i just take the damn thing home, plant flowers in it or sell it or something, you know what I mean? I hear you. We'll go to work for somebody else. So there's no 2010 12s in your future? I've never, had, I've never, had, I've never had nothing that had definite yet. Yeah. So, and my, my truck's an 07, but it's got a 98 engine, and that's the newest truck I've ever had. I'm sure. I, li I like the older trucks. I like the old iron. You, know, you can't beat them. So. Best advice you could give someone, Dave? For Just in general about trucking. Uh, <laughs> or about life, you know, because uh, a lot of times uh, I'm over here interviewing truck drivers. Mm -hmm. but it's more about life because we're all here really just trying to provide. So any advice? I don't even know what the best advice to say. I could think of a lot of things to say, but I guess... Tell me. I got time. <laughs> I got time, brother. If, you, if you're going to be an owner-operator, you got to spend money to make money. You know? What do you mean when you say that? What, okay, what do you if, mean? If I have a shock go bad on the truck, I don't just replace that shock. I replace all the shocks. You know? Ah. My, my tires, I never get, let, get down below 40%. I trade them in because I get a trade-in value on them, and I get new ones. Okay. So I, I don't, never run recaps. I always run new stuff. It's, it's, it's the same way with anything in the engine. You know, every ten thousand miles, I still change my oil. You know, if it goes to twelve thousand miles, I start worrying. You know what I mean? But it's just you got to keep up your maintenance and spend money to make money. You can make money out here, but you know, is there still money out here? Yeah, there's still money out here. You know, um, well, talking about uh, maintenance and uh, things, uh, do you mind asking uh, what was your biggest breakdown? You know, mine was like twenty-four thousand dollars. How about you? Uh, I had a T600 Kenworth that probably cost me close to $30,000 because I rebuilt the top of the engine and not even two months later the rest the turbo overspooled the turbo and wiped out the whole engine so I had to rebuild the whole thing. How it was much did that cost? It was probably about $34,000 in less than four months. Wow. And there was no warranty when that happens? No, it was on my own because I had the horsepower. You don't get warranties when you put horsepower with your engines. But I've never been I've never been one of them guys that go go well with the click, you know. No, I, like, I, hear you. I like to go fast, I like to go hard up hills. I mean it's just what I'm used to. I was never I, I, I never I never like some of my buddies are about six, seven, eight miles to the gallon. I don't care if I get five miles to the gallon. When you're all sitting there in the right lane with your four ways on there, I'm flying by <laughs> <laughs> So it's like I, I just the way I've always been. So and I, I even doing all the maintenance and having the horsepower and playing out here, I still make money. I love it. I love it. Uh, it's, 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 like I said, it's always been a way of life for me. It's never changed. It's never been a job. I hope it never becomes a job. So this doesn't feel like you're sacrificing? doesn't feel like a job at all to you? No, not at all. You know? I, I used to live in Pennsylvania. So when I run Minnesota, Miami, I would go home once every six months and spend a month at home. So I bought a place in Valdosta, Georgia. Now I'm home two, three days every week. 
Oh, really? Yeah, because I get, a, I get a day and a half or two on the way down. I get a half a day to a day on the way back up. So I get my home time. Still out here doing what I got to do, and I enjoy my life. No, I love yeah. it. Never been married. I married three trucks in my lifetime. That's as far as I got. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got kids, but I never got married, you know. No, I hear you. And it was, it was a little hard on them. Not so much my two oldest ones, but my youngest one went through a thing where she was like missing her daddy all the time and all that. But now she got a little older and she's going to go to college. She moved down here with me, so she's making up for lost time now. <laughs> yeah, I love nice. it. So. Nice. I love it. Yeah, no, you know, talking about relationships, you know, with family. Because, uh, you know, I really want people to know, Dave, like when you come out here, I, I know we say it's a lifestyle. Yeah. But if you do have kids uh, uh, and they're young, uh, any recommendations for them at all? You know, for the drivers well, out keep, there? Just keep in touch with your kids and spend as much time with them as you can. Still be out here making your money. I mean, the new technology they have nowadays, you can talk to them on the phone, FaceTime and all that, so you actually get to see them, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. different. Different when I started driving years ago, they didn't have cell phones, they didn't have pagers. You went and bought phone cards and stopped and found a pay phone if you want to make phone calls, you know what I mean? But yeah. that's all. it's all changed. I mean, some of the technology is nice, but, you know, it's a pain in the ass in the same aspect because... You know, I drive down the road fast sometimes just because it's what I like to do. And everybody's got cell phones. If you go faster than their car does, right away. <laughs> <laughs> then they're calling uh, the company. I love it. I love it. I love it, Dave. going 80 mile an hour. Well, you know, sorry about uh, that. I, I try and do it only at night when there's not a lot of traffic out. You know? Yeah, don't worry, people. He's joking. No one watches his videos. No one's going to see this, yeah, right. you know. Uh, we're good to go on hey, that. I'm being honest. Sorry. Hey, you know, you know, it's very rare that, you know, Miguel and I get to talk to anyone that has a lot of years right. that really still enjoy. A lot of people are, are burnt out. So it looks yeah. like you have a really good balance, uh, you know, life balance. I had I had a few years in there where I actually thought I wanted to get away from it and take a local job. And What were the signs of that? I mean, just wondering. Just tired of being out on the road, you know, tired of the, the traffic all the time and the, the stress of pushing these things up and down the highway. I mean... This job is more mental stress than it is anything else. Because you're not only watching what you're doing in front of you, you got to watch the idiots alongside you, you got to watch you got to watch all around you, you know you what I mean? You never road, you it's watch coming from all that. over the place anymore. And it ain't it ain't just this is the problem, the biggest problem nowadays. It's not just the cars anymore. Most of the cars respect the trucks. It's the other truck drivers now. The cruise, Ooh, talk about that. I, I I call them the cruise control queens. Uh, is that the same <laughs> as the steering wheel holders? Well, no, maybe not. But the cruise control queens are the guys that you know, company drivers. They can run sixty-five or sixty-eight or seventy, whatever they can run. But if they're coming up on somebody and I'm out here doing seventy-three or seventy-four and I got the cruise control set, they'll pull right out in front of me. No, no turn signal, no nothing. They don't even care huh. because they just their companies give them fuel mileage bonuses. They want to save on that, sure. you know, without shutting the cruise control off and on. They don't care who they run off the road. I mean, I don't know. Some of that, there's a lot of things that aggravate me. Like, I used to run tinted windows in my trucks all the time. But just because I'm down here in Miami, I got a black truck. It's 20 yeah. degrees hotter in that truck with that black paint. Yeah. So with the tinted windows, it helps keep it cooler. But, you know, you get tinted windows and you got somebody wants to give you a ticket all the time for it. But yet these guys can drive down the road with baby shields in their window windows. Sure. And that you can't see out them. And I've watched these guys cut cars off the highway. Oh, sorry, guys. I got to take, take it. Take it. I'll pause it. I just, uh, I, you know, uh, you know, I know you have to take a personal call with, with brokers. A lot of uh, truck drivers, they always say, you know, brokers are the root of all evil, this and that. I mean, what's your thought about that, you know? Uh, the best way I can explain brokers that I deal with, they're great people. I, I deal with three of them, and I don't deal with two of them on a personal level, and one I deal with, like, my boss was out here for, I don't know, a long time. A few years longer than I've been out. But he was a one-truck 
operation for a long time and he got these brokers and he's had these same brokers now he's got the company bigger he's still got the same brokers mm-hmm. and you know when, when there's nothing down here in florida we're still coming out of here with freight so huh. so and uh, it, it, I, I can always get loads of it, like this one here if she don't fill my trailer up you know load capacity wise right uh there's other brokers that have pallets i'll add i'll do some other pictures some other brokers just to get the trailer up to eighty thousand pounds you know so you can get good paying load going back up so and they all work with they they all know about each other and they don't they don't bitch half the time as long as their freight gets delivered on time they don't mind nope so you use it more like a tool so do you recommend other people looking at brokers instead of the enemy but more of a tool in your toolbox i I, I don't recommend the brokers you find on on the load board i'm talking this is like these these brokers know my boss on a personal level and they know all of us on a personal level so that's why it works out good for us oh here we we're one year round, like I said. Even in the slow season, we still—we're not making a killing, but we're still making money. And this is not a promotional video, but you know, <laughs> God dang it, it's starting to sound like it. Shit. Uh, sorry, man. <laughs> you don't know. Have you ever thought about retiring? No. Never. What would I do? Here's the, here's the problem with retiring. I'm going to be 54 in October. You're young. I'm not nowhere near retirement age. Yeah. But I've been out here since I've been 17, legally doing this stuff. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So. It's, mm, I never thought about retiring. I mean, if it got to the point it became a job, yeah, maybe I'd sell the truck and go buy a boat and just try and go fishing and find something local to do just to kill time. <laughs> I, no, I, I never really it. thought about it. My, my, my daughters would love me to retire. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But when you retire, you die. I mean, that's, right. that's how I truly feel, you know. I, I tell them it's like this. I was like, I'm pretty much a walking ATM machine. When they call I me like and say, that. Dad, I need this. Dad, I, need this. <laughs> I like yeah. that. What was your phone number again, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. I said, so, I, so I told her, I told my, my youngest daughter, I said, you know, I said, you want this, you want that. You know, you want the $4,000 game and computer. You want all that stuff. I can buy it for you. I said, but if I ain't out here doing that stuff, you're not going to get it. Yeah. So you live for your family. Yeah. I live to have fun out here and for my family, yes. No, I, I always have fun out here. It's never... Like I said, I've never so treated, I've never treated it as a job. So your truck probably has a, like a pole, like right here. There would probably be like no, a dance that's, pole. That's, that's across the street. I go over there a lot. <laughs> oh my, we're just joking, people. We are not the 595, and there's no gentleman's club anywhere. Actually, my, my truck has a little flat bunk. It's only oh, yeah. 60 inch. Yeah. There's no, no poles, no TVs, no nothing. When I no, go nothing. back there, I go back there to sleep, and that's yeah. it. But... Probably a handful of times in my lifetime I've gotten in my bunk without a shower. Normally I don't come back here unless I got a shower. Never gotcha. have my shoes on. Gotcha. You know, this is this is like my home. No, real I don't. trucker. I right. Real truck. No, right. this this band's a real trucker real right here. Trucker. No, I appreciate you bullshitting with me and Miguel. You know, you know, I was just thinking I always think about this and sometimes I forget to ask people, right? Um you know, our life on this earth is so short, you know. Uh, yeah, would you do anything different, brother, if you could do it again? No. I don't know. I had a couple really good jobs when I was a teenager. I thought about keeping them, but you know that's a long time ago, and money money situations changed from back then to now. You know, sixty five thousand dollars back when I was seventeen was a pretty good job. Now it's very mediocre, if you, if you yeah. can even say that. No, I hear you, brother. Price price of life keeps going up. You know, people always talk about they want that Peterbilt, right? Mm-hmm. People always say that they I want the Peterbilt. I, I want the W nine, right? Yeah. Uh, is that really a, a truck that's good for making money with, or is that just something more of a love? You can make money with anything out here. I can take an old piece of shit Freightliner and make money with it, you know what I'm saying? To all the Freightliners, he loves you. He's, he was just saying that. I, 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 could, buy, I could buy an old cab over for seven or $8,000 oh, yeah, and yeah. 
fix yeah. it up and get down the road and make money with it. Sure. It's, it, it's sure. what you want out of life. Okay, I, I like that hood. You know what I'm saying? I, I hear that. I, 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 I sat in a cab over once. I'm not saying I'd ever buy one. Just because I sat in one, it was that false sense of security. The, no hood out there, you know uh, what I mean? I like that hood. <laughs> yeah, sure, I hear No, that. this is great, brother. I mean, at, at the end of it, uh, anything you want to leave people with at all, you know. Uh, only my mama watches this, well. so, you know, for my mama. <laughs> for, for your mama. <laughs> Keep your feet off the dash and pay attention to what's going on out there. There will probably be a lot less accidents, and we'd probably be a lot better off. Well, I heard that. Maybe some know. insurance rates go down. Right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see that too. Somewhere, I'd like to see everything go down. But, I heard uh, that. Shout outs to anyone at home. What's that? Shout outs to anyone at home. Any daughters you want to say a shout out to? You don't have to. Well, I got three daughters: Caitlin, Kendra, and Cheyenne. Say hi to all of them. Excellent. I love it. Excellent. Gotta say hi to Hard Hustle. He's my buddy. Okay, I didn't. I didn't want to bring that up. I didn't want to bring that up, but he might have been a little upset. He yeah. called me the other day, and I get. I didn't get a chance to call him back yet. Yeah. You know, he's a really great guy. I know. Oh yeah, yeah. He's no. good people. Good people. I wonder if he called me to I, I, tell me to interview you. Maybe that's what it was about. Not in. But uh, I know when when my truck breaks down, there's probably only three people with this company that I'll let pull my trailer, and he's number one on the list. Wow. So wow. Just because I, I can trust him, he's like me. He takes care of his equipment. I mean, you guys seen his truck. Yeah. I mean, so you know. That's a vote of confidence right there. Yep. He takes care of his truck. Yep. Take pride in your ride. Take care of your equipment. Don't be afraid to spend money to make money. That's how you have to do it out here. You know, you can't get stupid rich just because you get a couple big paychecks and then all of a sudden you let your truck go to crap and then then you're you're a problem just like everybody else that's out here. You know what I mean? So. No, I love it. I love it. It's been an honor uh, for Miguel and I just to be in your presence, brother. No, I appreciate it. I mean it. I'm down here every week. You go. I've seen you guys before. If you want to chat about stuff, I'm always here. It's, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Oh. <laughs> Good. Hey. um... Would you say, if you had to put a number on a percentage, how many truckers today would you say still use CB? Because I, I have a lot of customers, I sell trucks, they don't even want the CB in the truck. Uh, not knowing a lot of drivers out here, if I took a wild guess at it, I'd say 50%. 50-50 still? Yeah. I still think it's 50-50. There's a lot of, there's still some old school drivers out here that do it. And I see some of these new trucks coming out, you know, the freight liners with them big CB antennas. So it's a trying, you know what I mean? Sure, sure, <laughs> Which, sure. That's cool. So, um, let's put you on the spot. I swear by the CB, dude. You got to have a CB in your truck. Saved me many a times of sitting hours in an accident. Traffic, cops, yep. everything. Everything. Yep. DOT, waste, everything. Yep. It, everything. The CB yep. does help. Yep, it does. And, and, you know, if somebody's broke down on the side of the road and they have a CB, they can say, hey, you know, I need help. Get me here quick or something, yeah, you know. So exactly. I'm, I'm sure with the cell phones now, it's not that bad. But, you know. Yeah, but see, cell phone... You gotta have someone directly you're gonna call. Right. CB, anybody. You know what I mean? You're putting out the message. You know I still, I, mean? I still always ask when I get up, when I pass the truck sitting on the shoulder with the four ways on. Are you okay? You need any help? You know? Sure, so. sure. How many times do you actually hear chirping back though? Because a lot of people say it's a ghost town these days. Yeah, no, not many, not not many anymore like it used to be. I mean, years ago we used to stop and pick up hitchhikers, take them to truck stop, give them a shower, and take them a ride wherever they wanted to go. It was sure. a different world back then, you know. Sure. Not like it is now. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams.